10 seconds to fire it. 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome back. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Picking Favorites. My name is Razzle, as always. Oh, that's for me? Yeah, that's oh, for you, cool. uh, Yeah, it's Dave Coleman, uh, a.k.a. Kentucky. And uh, we're really excited about coming back this year, guys. Again, we're really sorry to inform you that Zachary and Tyler are not here today. Tyler is, uh, I think they're both in New York, actually, uh, doing really awesome actory cool things, cool things that uh, they normally do but that's okay because we have an amazing guest today guest. razzle tell us who it is hey we have a great guest ladies and gentlemen uh you've seen him in the ugly truth you've seen him in, <laughs> you've seen, no one saw me in that <laughs> but keep going <laughs> you've seen him in saint you've seen him in saint vincent yes. children's hospital you can yes. currently watch him on mom um not true. Not true. Mom is not. You're done with mom. I'm done with mom. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert two of the, the, for those of you binge watching the <laughs> yeah. well, first mom, season of mom. those mom watchers right now. But two of those things that you can't see me and you can't see me in um, in St. Vincent and Children's Hospital. Yeah, those yes. are great things. And you can also listen to him. He's got a very own show on yes. this network, also called Reading Aloud. Cross promotion. Cross promotion, motherfuckers. Synergy. Let's treat this episode like it's a 1990s um, motivational meeting between a business, like like a motivational yes. speaker, and synergy is the buzzword. Okay, it was of the early We're 2000s. Two corporations, two and if we join together, we can be more powerful. It's like right. Captain Planet with our powers combined. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not driving, please put your hands together. A warm round of applause for Mr. Nate Cordray. Hey guys, how are you? What's hey, up, Nate Cordray? I'm so glad that I'm here. Thanks so much for me too, uh, man. for inviting me. This we never have people who are really smart on the show. Yeah. This oh, whoa, well, that's just, now you're sending me up to. <laughs> well, you fail. read. You have a notepad. Uh, yeah. I did bring a pen. <laughs> you have a college a rule notepad that folds top it's true. wise. Yep, that's a, a top folding notepad. A lot of blank pages. Almost, here, yeah, yeah. Hey, you have a one page filled up, which I'm going to be honest is And he's impressive. got three quarters of the the actual notepad already folded over. True, but just with nonsense words. <laughs> this, this is all gibberish. That's all like this is a, it's a I'm alphabet them. that I'm yeah. inventing. <laughs> uh, I've never been on, I don't think, I don't think I've been on another show no. on the um, Wolf Pop Network. Well, yeah. welcome. Yeah. We're glad to break your, pop your cherry. I'm excited. Show. I'm looking forward to That's it. That's exciting. Yeah. I love how Dave can say pop your cherry a year into the show, but I think I said it on the second episode and I got reprimanded. He did. By who? Probably uh, by uh, me. Probably Dave. Why? I don't know. I thought it was, I don't know. Uh, in bad taste? Maybe. At the first, I think it, I was I was more concerned about how people like it was like literally like show number Brand two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was more concerned. Like, are people going to think this is too much or not? You know what I'm saying? Like the you don't term know. popping your cherry. Well, we have a lot. I mean, we have a lot of like you know like because we have a company Nerd Machine and there's a that's how we started this thing and Zach mm-hmm. and I's company and so you know came in with Tyler and Razzle. So we have like this following. It's kind of family oriented, but they kind of mm. you know we. But they do know on this show no, that we they don't, don't go listen to this show anymore. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them don't listen to this most, show anymore. Most of, the, most of that stopped after episode four. Probably. Yeah, when we did, we got, uh, yeah, everybody got super drunk on uh, the Reddit episode. Yeah, we Ooh, did. Whoops. <laughs> but you know, you, you make a joke, you make like a Michael Jackson reference joke, and everybody's like, what? Like the first comment. Oh, you're like, shit. You're like, it's more so because it's so outdated. They're like, what are you talking about 20 years ago for? <laughs> I feel like I don't have that problem because I never, um, because my show really isn't a comedy show, so I yeah. very rarely push any kind of envelope. Yeah, I had yeah. a porn star on my show once. 
ones. Oh yeah, which but, one? Uh, Not that I know any. Come on, a sovereign sire. Uh, I what? Don't know her. Sovereign sire. Do you no, know I, her? I, no, no. Okay. I'll be honest, I never heard. Hey, that Shannon, name Shannon recap her on our thing. <laughs> no, that's okay. You can please leave those videos out. Um, <laughs> she was wildly interesting, and she told me yeah. like the story of like how she got into it. She's a writer too. She yeah. has a degree in creative writing. So we're talking about her writing, but we also talked about her. Um, her career in the adult film industry and it was fucking fascinating yeah. and she told me the time when she did her first scene and she knew like after that first scene she's like oh fuck okay my life's gonna change I wanna yeah. do more of this I'm gonna start doing pictorials I'm gonna start doing guy on girl girl on she's like just knew that moment like yeah. everything was gonna change and did she does she write crazy. any of her own stuff in that regard or just what does she write no um, mostly just fiction but not Christian like, uh, yeah. Christian history That's none of writes. it is like erotic I think she's she's writes poetry as that's well. That's awesome. Um, now, I'm curious about to talk about her because this is always fascinating since you say she's one of the smarter ones and I'm not saying that they're, they're all done but a lot of them, some of them are just tend to be work for hire then you have the ones yeah. that go on to create their empires and like to, yeah, she's yeah. had that foresight to do you know what I mean? She's, I think she's trying to do that. I think yeah. a lot of them try to do that because they know it's a very short shelf life. It's yeah. like being a professional athlete but like times a thousand like yeah. you can't do that forever so yeah. you have to transition to something I mean I guess you can if you're into granny stuff but that's not my taste oh my you know what I'm saying but that's <laughs> available vampire to you if you're, porn right yeah there. if you're interested oh, in it yeah. wow. uh, so um, I think she's trying to transition out of it so reading aloud Nate tell um, while while we're talking about synergy and, and merging the, the, the two casts or whatever yeah um, I, I'm sure a lot of our listeners like to read and, and perhaps like to hear people read to them or whatever yeah tell the people about your show the show's like yeah it's like a literary variety show okay. basically it's about I have it's half interview and then half reading series um, I have actors and comedians come in and read comedy essays and I also read excerpts from books that I love that are that's that are moving and then I also interview writers and musicians and sort of creative types that talk about their process and how they write and like the tangible like the nuts and bolts like where do you write how uh, do you lock yourself in a room do you go to a coffee shop what is it like to right. negotiate with an editor all the stuff that you don't know about like how long does it take to write a book um, and then I have a live show at the UCB that I, it's purely comedy where I have improvisers and actors show up and Sunset read. or Franklin? Uh, mostly Franklin okay. uh, and I have actors come in and read comedy essays mostly like McSweeney stuff which is across the board hilarious it's like the best place to find comedy writing yeah, on the internet is great. it's the best uh, their internet tendency website is just fucking chock full of just hilarity so it's a very easy it's, it's, very, it's sort of uncreative I'm just like finding things and then partnering those pieces with the right actor yeah. but I'm not writing or creating content myself I'm just trying to find the right stuff and pair them with the right yeah. person now, so that's basically the show do you write yourself in general or are you are you more of just I a try. fan of writing yeah I'm a fan of writing I try but I just I, I've I'm constantly butting my head yeah. against the wall I haven't been able to figure it out and I've tried to read all the books to inspire me and I just can't fucking do it yeah. I'll, I'll write for half hour and then I'll just crumple it up and I feel like it's more self-confidence than whether or not I can tell a story because I think I can tell a story but I don't believe that I have that gift yeah. and uh, people who say that they're writers I just would never say that I just it's, you have to fucking earn that term <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, too many people casually sell a book, say you're a writer right yes absolutely if you uh, sell a screenplay you're a writer yes have you, have you yes. sold either no. Okay. No way. Neither have I. So I tell What's you, what, I'm not a writer. I, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I sold something. Yeah. Like I sold something and I got. Well, I guess like 
I saw my, something on Craigslist. I sold it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm selling a car right now, actually. So hopefully I'll be able to where sell can it. The, where can they find it? And what is it? I haven't listed it yet. I'm about to list it this week, but it's a 1979 Volkswagen bus. It's uh, 170,000 miles on it. Really? It's a Westphalia pop top. I got VW a camper. Cadillac. I got Wait. rid of. Oh wow. He, yeah, well, maybe we can Michigan, trade. Yeah. A oh, 69 Cadillac. 69 Cadillac sedan Deville, pearl white. Yeah. Wow, Why nice. are you getting rid of it? Because it's I haven't used it in ten years since Same I moved guy. out of Michigan. Where is it in the garage somewhere? Parked in my buddy's garage. Yeah. Hmm. Is it is it cherry? Is it nice? That's nice. That's really nice. How much are you gonna sell it for? I don't know. I don't want to sell because in the end I would like to have a, a. I've always you know I'd like to have a fleet of old Cadillacs. Well, bring it yeah, out here, dude. First yeah. one, but awesome. Just if ship I, it out I, here, dude. I, I could. Yeah. There'd be no. It's like. It's like it's 20, a boat. It's twenty feet long. Yeah, it's a boat. There's would be eight, nowhere to park. Eight cylinder, and somebody would steal it. Yeah, awesome. <clears throat> Fuck yeah. I mean, it was easy. It's put like, some kill switch in there. Yeah, it's so it's easy, easy to steal that like, fucking thing. It'd yeah. be it'd be it's like two wires of a truck. <laughs> Maybe a flatbed. You can't put it on a flatbed. It's too big. That's so big, dude. Hey, well, let's talk about the show because I, yes. I love vans. So, Oh, yeah, do you want it? I'll sell know. it to you. It's a 79 Volkswagen Westphalia pop-top camper. It sleeps four. It's got a sink. Uh, Cody actually spent a lot of time inside of this bus. I made a short film in this bus. Cody did all the sound design. Wow. So we drove out to the middle of fucking nowhere where there's no sound so we can record like genuine. We got the engine. Silence, genuine, si- genuine we like, silence. Genuine, like true silence, yeah. Right. So there's no uh, background noise and Cody has these fucking ears that I just don't understand. He can hear fucking everything. Everything. Um, so, uh, but he it's, can't hear about Star Wars. So, yes, unfortunately. Well, your listeners will hear about that very soon. Yeah, they will. Um, but yeah, it's for sale. So email me at uh, readingaloudpodcast at gmail.com if you want to buy my <laughs> 79 Volkswagen bus. It's lime green. It's, uh, it's oh no way. Yeah. All right. It's I'm, a. I'm, uh, I'm interested. I'm actually great. interested. Dude, it's yeah. It's it's nice. It's really really nice. Just had it detailed, so. Wow, all right, I'm, I'll just, convert yeah. it into an Airbnb. Fuck yeah, I know you could. You tell, there's no toilet. Turn it into the nerd. You know, <laughs> turn it into the nerd van. Yeah, you, you know what I'm that. saying. Like, Hell yeah, take it to con to cons and like you, you know. Sell I would love to facilitate back. that. You could do that. Let's talk about it. Great. Sounds like let a, me help you. Vans are my favorite. Hey, I like vans. I like Converse better though. See what I did there? I did. I took it to the shoe. You'll get there. Yeah, the shoes. 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 <laughs> do you guys have a shoe on the wall here? No. We don't. Neither do we. Yeah. Hey, reading aloud doesn't either. Hey guys, who is this guy who decides? Hey who gets man, a shoe or make not? us a shoe. Cody has like four fucking shoes, and I understand he's a celebrity in the Earwolf hey. Wolf Pop universe. But we're making shows too. We're making shows too. I'm a person too, guy who makes. I've shoes. had enough. Wait, what is that? I'm mad as hell. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not, not going to take, take this lack of shoes anymore. For those it. listeners who don't know what the fuck we're talking about, there's this gentleman who listens to all the shows on Wolf Well, Pop not all Wolf. the shows, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> not all Doesn't of listen them. listen to this one or reading loud. <laughs> and he draws uh, the hosts on shoes, sends them to the office, and they're uh, they're uh, against the wall. Plastered against the wall. Yeah, yeah if, you, if you listen to any of our shows and watch, yeah. and you follow it on Twitter, or Instagram. Seen any oh, you've seen yeah. the photos. It's always in the background. Like, yeah. People are like, what are those behind those guys? Yeah, yeah they're yeah. shoes. Because this guy likes every show on the yeah. network besides reading aloud and, and picking favorites. favorites yeah. So that guy can go fuck himself. Well, Thank I, you. I don't want a fucking shoe. Send me a <laughs> you sandal, you dickhead. <laughs> Yo, I hope I will guarantee hope, the next shoe that shows up is hope, yours. I hope I it's hope a sandal. I, fucking, I hope it's a I fucking flip-flop it's a, from Target. Yes, I hope it's a pair of fucking, what are those Treks? No, no, what are they called? Tevas. Tevas, yeah. I hope yeah. it's a Tevas. shitty Teva from a day, found in the, and a, from a Dave Matthews band concert in 1994 <laughs> that he just, that he found in his garage, and, he yeah. says, and it's literally. I it hope. Is. I hope all that it is. Right. I hope it's like. It just says. I hope it's a it. dirty gray, yeah. <laughs> and it just says Sharpie Nate. On yeah. There. I'll fucking hang that shit on the wall. Send it. 
That'd said be amazing. It, motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, I think uh, we. Fr- I, I feel like you're like so you've funny. gotten freed here a little bit. Like it's I so- feel insecure about it. I was like, why the fuck am I not on the wall? Yeah, like granted, it's not been a year. It's you've not. Been, you've yeah, been, forty five been... episodes. It's not a hit show, yeah, and that's no. okay. No, it's a we're very fifties. We're in the fifties, spe- bro. It's hey. a very specific niche show. I get it. It's not a. It's not a show that everyone's going to show up on. But fuck, man. How about a shoe? How about a shoe? There's people with multiple shoes. Yeah, and here's the deal. They're all right shoes. I mean, if you're on comedy, I think bang, bang, I, I get it. Where are the lefts? This yeah. guy has spare shoes. <laughs> Take 10 minutes. I'm <laughs> losing my hair and I have big ears. Scrawl yeah. a circle, little hair do, right. little big ears, and put that shit on the wall. Hey, guy. I want one, too. Thank I'm, you. You could you could just don't even just just put right picking favorites on yeah, the shoe. Have, you could put all four of us on one shoe. I don't shoe. even need my yeah. face on a shoe. Tell you what, I kind of my face on the Here's shoe. Here's the deal. Honest, how about instead of putting my, my fat face on the shoe? How about instead of putting my face on the shoe, you put Nate's face on our shoe? Oh, and it's you very, ever. It's very generous <laughs> of you to do that. I I listen, you guys deserve a shoe just as much as I deserve a shoe. Okay? I, have we but, earned a shoe? Is that the Yeah, name? of course you have. You <laughs> hey, crazy? did you get that email from Dana last week about your shirt size cuz of New Year's surprise? Yes, I did. Yeah, you know what? I almost responded, here's my shoe size. Give me a fucking shoe. <laughs> <laughs> you should have. That would have been great. That would have been perfect, yeah. Uh, I would wear the shoe. How great is like, we just started taking shoes off that, and just wearing them. And, like, that'd be fucking well, cool. Just, they come in the next morning, there's like four shoes missing. Yeah, you, you need, got manzukas on your left yeah, foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Need, Paul Shear's face on the other. <laughs> need, a, need a shoe, take a shoe. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it's like a charity thing. It's yeah, like, absolutely. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Guys, this whole show is about shoes. <laughs> yeah, it's our favorite shoes. It's our favorite shoes. Yeah. Hey, have, let's have start our that? show, though. <clears throat> Haven't we started this show? We have. We yeah, have but let's started. get into some fun things. Oh, all right. This was Nate, fun. Nate didn't write three pages of notes about on shoes. a top-fold notebook for nothing. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote a couple of, uh, I, I have like two and a half pages, basically. But yeah. I, I That's just amazing. Did you not tell him the premise of the show? I did. Okay. And I told him the categories, and then he comes in with way more prepared than I am. I have our Twitter pulled up of me copying and pasting the things to him, and he's got handwritten notes. Well, I feel listen, horrible. I, 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 no, I, listen, I, I, I guys, if anybody too. deserves a shoe, it's him, not me. I listen to enough podcasts where you hear people come in unprepared, and right. they're just coasting on whatever they've done before, yeah. and it's fucking boring. You check, if, if 15 minutes in, if it's not a compelling conversation or people aren't being yeah. honest, then I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. So Absolutely. be prepared. Show up and you know, know, yeah, so, know so, something about what you're talking about. Yeah, so yeah. let's get honest here, Nate. How do you really feel about shoes? <laughs> Uh, I think I, I can't speak any further on it. I want a shoe. If that guy doesn't think I deserve it, that he can go fuck himself. Hey. Uh, <laughs> wow. So your show's about reading. We thought we'd yeah. take <laughs> For a guy who's real into reading, I'm, I feel like I have a lot of anger. In uh, well, this is, I don't think those two things are mutually exclusive, actually. No, that's true. That's true. I think a lot of guys who are angry write a lot of things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but he's not a writer. He established that. But I enjoy I, I enjoy uh, taking in other people's writing about anger and about happiness. Yeah. You know? But whatever, it's a big full life to hey, read. Everybody, in, so let's read about so let's it. Let's get all. into it. Let's get yeah. into it. Let's get into our favorite uh, favorite stuff. Favorite yeah, books. Here we go. Let's start with our favorite children's book. Yeah. All right. I'm in. I'm in. Nate. Uh, it's it's hard. I, Absolutely. I, I want to give you one thing, and I, I know we're, the show can't go on forever, but can I go quickly through just a couple? Yeah, of course. Yes. Uh, a Wrinkle in Time, to me, okay. Madeline okay. Lingle, uh, which is science fiction, and it's not my thing, but I think everyone in fifth grade or sixth grade has to read that book, basically. Yeah. I think you're right, yeah. Uh, and it, what's, what's kind of great about it is that it's a heroine. It's a young girl, which is very unique. It's rare. It's yeah. rare. Um, she goes back in time to save her scientist dad. She goes... 
into the past and through different galaxies and different universes. Um, it's great. I, I haven't. I remember reading it as a kid and thinking it was too hard, and it was thinking it was really dense and hard to follow. And b- being proud of myself that I actually got through it and understand what the fuck was going on. Um, a Wrinkle in Time is sort of a must read, and something I kind of want to read again. Actually, I wonder how it would feel to read that as an adult. Yeah, I um, honestly don't remember anything about it. Yeah, science fiction. I remember reading it years like as a kid, but yeah. then it's like I yeah. Um, I can't help but say. Um, uh, Make Way for Ducklings, Okay, which uh, being a Boston guy, this is sort of a, it was voted the official children's book of the Commonwealth. Oh, wow. Which is a bold statement because Dr. Seuss is from Springfield. So f- for them to choose that and not Cat in the Hat, that's a that's bold. Shout out to Teddy over there. Um, yeah, big time. Uh, it won the Calder Cod Award in 1941. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Make Way for Ducklings is a book that every child should read. Yeah, what's it about? Um, it's about ducks that get lost and then find a place to live. <laughs> and they call the police and the police stops traffic for them to cross the road. Oh, really? Yeah, it's basically ducks trying to find a home and a mother leading her ducklings I'm gonna, to I don't know if I ever read that. I'm going to get it for my daughter, though. Oh, if it's how old is your daughter? Three. Oh, it's, that's perfect. <clears throat> um, and then I can't choose one, but Roald Dahl, oh. who is the guy that, you like, when you went to the library as a kid, you, like, ran to the D right. section to fucking grab the witches before anyone else did. Uh, the I, BFG is my is my personal favorite. Okay, which they're, is the next uh, big Spielberg movie, yeah, right? Yeah, BFG. Yes, which worries me, but I feel like if it's in anyone's hands that I can trust, yeah, it's JJ uh, Abrams. It's JJ Abrams. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's Spielberg and Mark Rylance, who's playing the BFG, who's like one of the greatest theater actors alive, is playing the main character. So I, I trust him as an actor. So hopefully it'll be good. I think it comes out. This, trailer. I saw the first summer, trailer. Yeah. I think before. Yeah, the summer or something. Did I see it before Star Wars? I may have seen it before. Maybe, Star Wars. yeah. Maybe. That good. would make sense. I thought I was like, oh, that's cool. So I just yeah. Googled Make Way for Ducklings, and I've totally read this book as a kid. Like, I remember the cover that art. That green and cover. The, the green cover, and then even like the picture of the cop stopping traffic yes. for the ducks. Like, I remember all this ingrained in my brain as a child. Yeah, Robert yeah. McCluskey, who wrote it, also did the, uh, the illustrations, yeah. which is rare. Yeah, it's like New Yorker almost type of illustration. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's very. Yeah, very and the great cool. illustrations on all the, all the Roald Dahl books. Um, see if you remember this name, Quentin Blake. Do you remember okay. that name? I don't remember that it's name. It's on the cover name. of every Roald Dahl book. It said, like, you know, written by <clears throat> Roald Dahl, illustrations by Quentin Blake. And Quentin Blake, that like those drawings, those Roald Dahl illustrations are right. burned in my head that. almost more than the stories are. Yeah. So he just lucked out. He partnered with an awesome illustrator. Uh, and I think he's been dead for 25 years, but Roald Dahl still is... Um, I don't know, my favorite children's author. Yeah, I don't Quint- think gets the, Quentin Blake is alive, but Roald Dahl's obviously not mm. alive. Yeah. Clearly not alive. He's, yeah, he's in the ground. Uh, Roald Dahl, a, a ace fighter pilot, World War II, kind of amazing. Like, he won all these medals for the and that's something British like Air I feel like a lot of those people were, like, you read about those things, and it's like, holy cow. And then now you look at some people, like, like uh, Harry Potter girl or whatever. And, uh, J.K. Rowling. J.K. Yeah. Rowling, and... She didn't fight. She, you know what I mean? Like she's just a great yes. author. She's. I but mean, she, I, I'm not. I'm not saying they're not talented. Right. Yeah, but she didn't do shit before she wrote. But the books, in the end, right. you look at like older talented people who've yeah. done a lot of things. Ted Williams, and it's right. like, <laughs> like it was a fighter pilot yeah. in the middle of his baseball career. Right. Yeah. Right. Lost three of his best seasons yeah. in the fucking Navy, which is right. insane. Right. So it's always like, wow, man, can you imagine? 
You yeah, fucking imagine I gr- like I have a great imagination. Uh, all right, so some, some <laughs> let me pick, yes. let me give you this. Some actor in his late uh, mid early mid twenties, some yeah. uh, Adam Driver. Yeah, well, he's already he's already Channing in the Tatum. Channing Tatum gets drafted. Like yeah. we go to war with whoever, and Channing Tatum gets drafted yeah. and has to go to war yeah. for you know. But didn't he two join? Years. Didn't Ted Williams join? I thought he joined up. Yes, Williams. But a lot of those guys up. like were just like. I'm in. I'm You're, in. That's a good yeah, point. But hey, they didn't thing. like, oh, fuck, I'm in. No, they're like, no, 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 I'm going. But yeah. the downside is, like is that in this scenario, right. Magic Mike XXL has to be postponed because Channing yeah, yeah. Tatum's flying like, planes bombing right. people. Well, yeah, yeah just, I mean, at that point in the world, you're like, fuck, we got this is a big yeah. What does that do we'll to make, your it won't make the magic mic in What does that what does that do to your quadrant selling though when the star of your film is bombing other countries? I think you and, put him like you you you, uh, you in the time it made you you sell more tickets. Yeah. Yeah, you, I mean, you put them in the front line. Jimmy Stewart, I mean, all those guys who went fucking you're like, oh, they're coming yeah, back. Right, and they, like, right. You survived the war and you were a badass? Yeah. We're going to make movies and make more Fuck money. Fuck yeah, you're an American hero. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. I yeah. like it. It's true. G.I. Joe. Um, <laughs> oh those, are the, those are the, uh, what about those you guys? Those are good, man. Yeah, that's what, crazy. Those are good. Into, what are your favorites? I think we did this, I think we've done this one before, but <laughs> I, I don't, don't remember care, what I did. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I think we talked about, because I love like the Emperor's New Clothes is one of my favorite ones. Cause I think oh, it's yeah. Because it still makes a lot of sense even today, like the way people are fucking totally transparent. And yep. especially living in Hollywood, there's so many yes people who just like agree with everything Absolutely. Famous people say, and you're like, God, that's stupid. What are you doing? Like, you can't, mm-hmm. you just can't blindly agree because you don't want to get somebody mad at you. Like, you yeah. have to, like, tell them what you think. Like, it's a real, you know, yeah, the question metaphor. deserves an actual answer, not just, oh, no, no, it's great. You're, you look fantastic. Yeah, uh, for sure. No, you don't. That's terrible. Take that off. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking so, truth to powers is hard for some people. It totally is. Just being, um, on, I mean, just not being afraid of losing something. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like everybody just hangs on to, not lose. Absolutely. Yeah. Not it's, to win. It's a yeah. big so. political message too. Yeah. No, I mean that just, metaphor uh, can trans to a lot of things. Yeah. Right, everything. Absolutely. So, but I think that's in, a great one. And the bigger ones you go with are like, you know, Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. Because I mean, as a yep. kid, you're like, man, that's yeah, a yeah. great story. And just having a, a great hero like the lion. You know what I mean? It's just like yeah, a yeah. really fun um experience. I thought C.S. Lewis was a great writer as a kid. So yeah, totally. I love that. It's funny. Um, and then some of the smaller ones you read when you're a kid that kind of you don't really think about as being great books, but then in, when you start going back and researching like how much you love that book, mm-hmm. I still have all the, and I think I told this story before, I have all the books that my mom and dad gave me, like the Disney books that are all based on other like grim fairy tales, which we'll talk about the later. The golden books? or yeah. the Dis- Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the Disney books, which is Disney like books. Mickey Mouse is the little tailor. Oh, right? wow. And okay. like the... But I remember uh, the I golden books. And the uh, artwork on those golden books was like, yeah, it was yeah, amazing. with the lion. Like, I, don't, I don't remember these. The yeah, no, we, so I still have them. All. It's like uh, the magic stick or the um, hmm. um, what else? Let's see, like Peter Pan, like all these kind of cool. Um, they just adapt the stories to Disney characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like because you knew the Disney characters, and so it made more sense. You you like totally. oh, it's Mickey Mouse is a little tailor, and he's yeah. got to fight the big giant. You could identify so, with yeah. So absolutely. my daughter loves those books, but she like the first one we ever gave her, she totally destroyed, like ripped. Every, I'm like, okay, nope, we got to wait till you're older and a little older yeah. before you can have them on your own. So I had a friend, I had a, a guy on the on the podcast many months ago who works in rare books, and we talked about what makes a book. Rare, what makes it, what makes a first edition book worth $10,000 as opposed to $50? And there's a whole community of people who are obsessed with collecting first editions of children's books. Okay. And they're incredibly rare because they were given to children. Right. Yeah. They were torn off, they were fucking stained, there's food and pages ripped out. Right. To find like a mint, like Cat in the Hat. 
is like $15,000 because they're so fucking rare. Get it inscribed, and then it's like triple that. Wow. So getting those, like, uh, the ones that you have, are, are they in good shape? Yeah, pretty good shape. And yeah. do you actually use them to read with your own dog? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's yeah. so cool. That's yeah, we had it when I was, I mean, I grew up, I was born in 71, so I had these books in like 1972. Six seventy-seven. What a great thing to pass down. To yeah, your... it was cool. It's 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 nice. That's why my mom kept them. Then she sent them all. She just shipped them all out to us. It's funny. She actually recorded herself reading all the books. Oh wow! For my kid, because uh. my my mom, my parents live in Kentucky, so they don't see her a lot. Yeah, in person, we Facetime all the time. So she was like, "But I wanted to know, like you know, my voice, and so I can read to her." Whoa, so it's super cool. That is a yeah. very uh, here's thoughtful the funny, here's mother. The, here, she's super thoughtful. You know what's funny though? Her voice sounds like this. No. Her voice sounds like this. <laughs> no, she recorded them on cassette. Okay. Oh, wow. We And I was like, like Max L's? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How can you, can you buy cassette tapes? Yes. Where do you go to buy I, cassette tapes? Uh, the dollar store. More importantly, where do you wow. go to buy a cassette tape player? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have one. eBay, I guess. I don't have one. I, I, actually, I think there's one in my car that I have like a 2000, I have an 85 like blazer that I think still has a cassette yeah. player. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, I can't. Um, take my daughter to the 85 Blazer to, to plug it in so she can <laughs> just read drive her around. Yeah, just drive around in the back. <laughs> so I got to get them, uh, I got to convert them to digital. But it was a really sweet like gesture that she did. That so. is a wonderful thing. Uh, Razzle, what about you, buddy? Um, I, so I like those, those, those golden books were good. I'm, I've totally forgot about those that you, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm um, just thinking of some of them. Like um, I, I got to go with James and the Giant Peach. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I need to, to go with uh, Freckle Juice was a, a book. Oh, my God. Yes. <clears throat> that was a great book. Oh, my God. Freckle Juice was amazing. So good. It's about, like, wanting to fit in, and freckles were a thing. So then this kid, um, he wanted freckles, so he bought a recipe, if I remember correctly, off of someone to, yeah. get, to get freckles, and it didn't give him freckles, so he ended up putting dots on his face right. and convincing the person he bought the list off of that it actually worked or yeah. something like that. Yeah, Freckle Juice. Yeah, Holy Freckle shit. Juice was good. Uh, then uh, – Here's a children's book that I didn't read until I was an adult, and I loved it so much because it was so cleverly written, and I love puns and, and, and everything like that. The Phantom Tollbooth. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a, is a yeah. great book. I don't That's know one that I never read as a kid either. That so, wasn't yeah. in my – is it, it British? Thing. I think so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I didn't read that until I was an adult, and I was like, holy God, this is a, actually a really funny, well-written – yeah. Book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, That's one I don't know about, but I see my, like my nieces have that one yeah. in their pile of it's books really for funny. sure. That's an easy read too. So if you're like, yeah. if you're ever bored, that's a fun, it's a fun, quick read. Yeah. yeah. You saying uh, freckle juice reminded me of Banicula. Oh yeah, Banicula. Do you Banicula? Like- yeah. I'm so making a, bana- a, b- a bunny vampire face yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very good. It's compelling. Yeah, it's- Bunny fucking vampire. Oh, there's, yeah. Okay. There's another Binicula, one, too. Yeah. Um, there's Benicula. I liked Ricky Ticky Tabby. Oh, yeah. Ricky. Yeah. The mongoose. mongoose yeah. Totally. Ricky, that was in seventh my, grade. Yeah. My daughter loves Aladdin. Mm-hmm. And when you watch the uh, behind oh, okay, the scenes, yeah. they, they released on the Aladdin, uh, like, iTunes download or whatever, yeah. the behind the scenes. And they do this whole thing where they talk about Robin Williams' other voices that he did that they didn't make, but didn't make the movie. Wow. That he just did. And he did, apparently... Like tons and tons and tons of hours of recording because they wrote the movie for Robin, but they wrote it not knowing what he would do. So they just wrote the dialogue. Wow. And he just decided on which characters to bring out at which times. Wow. They had no idea he was going to do celebrities. They had no oh, idea yeah, which yeah. voices he was going to do. And he does this one where it's like James, like, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Robinson. Like, yeah, same. Um, like you, uh, Jesus, 
Edward G. Robinson. Edward G. Robinson. Yeah, like yeah. the old gangster, and he's yeah. like, it's like when uh, when Aladdin is fighting Jafar when he turns into a big snake. Yes. And he's yes. like, yeah. See, you got to go take the snake. Yeah, like like Ricky Ricky Tabby, like the mongoose. And I'm no. It's like no one understood the reference because most kids right. don't know what Ricky yeah. Tabby is. Yeah. But you're like, man, all these references that he made in the movie. He made like Wolfman Jack references, like all these oh, yeah, crazy yeah, yeah, references yeah. that no no kid. I mean, Aladdin doesn't acknowledge one of them in the movie, yeah. right? Right, all right. But it's just it's for, for the, the like adults. for the parents, for the yeah. parents of the, the kids. Jack you can Nicholson, watch the movie. like kids don't get that. But yeah. another one, Amelia Bedelia, was a good one too. I remember that. One. Yes, we, yeah. I think we talked about uh, what's her name, uh, Matilda. No, the Janet other Jackson. girl. No, <laughs> yes, that's who we talked about. Janet right. Jackson is a kid children's super story. fudge. Oh yeah, Super Fudge. Yeah, Super Fudge is great. Wow, I mean, name? when it gets like the sadder ones, is the Chocolate War. Oh yeah, which is not like a children's book, but it's a it's a book that you read as like a, a, a preteen, basically. Yeah, right. Same with um, uh, the Outsiders. Oh, Hinton. great book. Man. I mean, that's like your seventh grade or something, yeah. eighth grade. The Outsiders. So then there was one. It's not. Jonah Hex or Hatch. It was by the same author, right? Am I am I thinking uh, of S. E. Hinton? Yeah. Am I thinking of? It's not. It was about a kid and his motorcycle. Do you remember that book? Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember not reading it. I remember, I remember, <laughs> I, I was, I remember having I that remember book. seeing it and discarding yeah, it. Yeah, being like, I want to play video games. I'm was, not um, reading this. That's a lot of which is yeah. every book in school yeah. for me. Yeah. I thought there was like a sequel to that or whatever. I can't remember. I'm trying to remember. It's it. called. I didn't read that either. Yeah, <laughs> I remember he he's like off the bike and he's got to turn to the side. Yeah, and it's kind of cool. Fuck, what the fuck was that, that called? Was that cool. called? Uh, was cool it as, a I'm not sure. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't Too matter. late. Can't we can't spend all the time googling? Tex. I think it was called Tex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That sounds appropriate. And it was. Yeah, yeah. It was Tex, and it was by the same author. That's of it the right outsiders. there. Yep, S.E. Hinton. There it is. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a Fuck cowboy. Yeah. That's all right then. Yeah, yeah. cowboy. Of course, about cowboys are cool. You know, <clears throat> motorcycles like cowboys, and cowboys. Motorcycle cowboys, man. Yeah. Razzle. We did all yours. Did all yeah, yours. We did all mine. Yep, yep, yep. We did all yours. Yeah. So let's do um, the next category. We have to take a break probably first. Yes, we've been talking we for a while. So uh, guys, we'll be right back with some more Nate Cordry <clears throat> talking about books we love. Picking favorites. Hey guys. Hey, we're back. Hey, we're what back. up? What up? Hope you enjoyed that lovely ad or not ad, whichever yeah, one is hey, in this episode. Know. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, I can't recall. Occasionally we have ads, and whoever it was for, please support them. Yeah. Please use whatever uh, pr- promo code we said. To save whatever on uh, whatever, whatever it is, hey. <laughs> whatever it is, I hey, appreciate. Make sure it. you use code machine. Uh, code machine. Code, make sure you use the 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 purchase code nerd machine to get ten percent off of Nate's Volkswagen van. Yeah. Yes, please, absolutely. That's available. Wait, I may buy the van, so we don't seriously know reach out. Reading aloud podcast. That Reading you aloud. <laughs> <laughs> Just do the podcast circuit trying to sell right. your van. Oh. All right, that'd be so funny. I want to, to sell it to a listener. Hey, while we're great. talking about books, I got a, I got I'll a business. A deal. I got a business idea. I'll throw it to the two of you guys to see if any of you guys. Well, are you're interested. throwing it to a lot of more people than just the two. Yeah, of well, I, I've had this idea for four years, and I tend to take my I, I dilly dally when it comes to things. So if you guys want to get in on this, this is a thing sure. I'm throwing out there. Um, autobiographies, okay, of your family, ghost written by a writer. So we would have a team of writers, and we would compile maybe a hundred questions of sort, right? And we would mail. People would pay for an autobiography that exists of themselves. Right? That exists of themselves or their grandfather, and they would they would we would send. They would say for X amount of dollars, I want my grandfather's autobiography. Wow! So you give him the list of these questions in a tape recorder or I whatever, think, and he goes exists. through. Really? I don't know. I think that exists. But I would love a biography. That's, of gonna, my be, gran- that's gonna be expensive. Though. My my grandpa Mike, I would love an autobiography from him. To read about, like, I think, I think I've actually years, met, I think years, I've met somebody. Take a long time, I have, be very I've met somebody who does that. 
Really? I met a person who actually does that. Yeah. Just not that's celebrities. Their job. Just no, random. I mean, that's it, their it job. would cost a lot of money. I mean, yes. we're talking no, my, lots of money. But that's something you'll have forever. No, he's like my friend Andre. He lives in New York. Hmm. No, he lives in D.C. But there are families out there who are who would pay no, yeah, he does it. 10 grand he does to have an autobiography for their... He does it for a living. He writes autobiographies <laughs> of people that are regular people. Yeah. Wow. Holy cow. What does he earn? I, I didn't ask. I felt. What? Do you have a tax re- tax return? I don't. I'd not like in my pocket. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't ask for his social security. What number. I would That's like to see. What is, what is, I can send that okay. to me. He does okay. Send that to me at Reading Lab Podcast. Yeah, reading what, podcast what does he file so under? Is that like a? Is he a writer? Uh, I'm sure. Ten C wow. or whatever. No, I'm sure it's a non. It's a for profit business. Yeah. Well, Razzle, you're um, you someone go. jumped ahead of you. Unfortunately, it's a whole business idea. Uh, guys, we're going to go to our second category. Uh, let's do uh, best book turned into a movie. Yeah, this is a great one. This I have a tough one. Again, I have I have several. and I, I have, have one page and a half of uh, yeah. written notes. Well, I have a list of good and I have a list of bad. Oh, I like both. Um, I like both. Let's, let's discuss. Let's do, let's do a I, bad and then a good. You want to see a bad first? Yeah. Okay, Cloud Atlas. I didn't read it because the movie looked terrible. That's a, that movie is unwatchable. But the book, from what I've been told, I haven't read it either. But every every <laughs> book person I speak yeah. to, they go, that it's it's a fucking shame because that book is spectacular. Yeah. And what's her name, Lana Wachowski, just fucking destroyed. Have they made it. a good movie since Matrix? Uh, I don't think so. No, <laughs> no, exactly. No. Uh, which not is a one. shame. Maybe they'll figure I mean, it out eventually. No. So uh, probably not. Uh, probably speed, not. speed Racer. If you can't figure it out in fifteen years. You're not figuring speed it out. Speed Racer yeah, wasn't horrible. What? Speed Racer wasn't horrible. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. <clears throat> okay. I mean, it, it wasn't it's horrible. Unwatchable. It, like movies, like because it doesn't look real at yeah. all. It's like yeah. real people. Yeah. Like it's a very it's specific feel choice something. that they made it so um, comic booky. They're they're so big a scope. Like they got that Netflix show I haven't watched yet, but I wonder how good that is because what's, it's what's that? It was like um, Super Seven or something like that. Seven Stories or something. Oh. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Oh no no yeah like yeah I know because their movies are tend to like Cloud Atlas. I mean, it was a three hour movie. But it really should have been like a nine-hour movie, according to people who've read the book. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's just. I guess the book is really compelling and a fun read, and the yeah. movie was terrible. That's a bad. Yeah. Let me give you a good. Yes. Um, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe course. a perfect movie. Right. I mean, top fifteen of me it is, all it's time. Fantastic. Yeah. It is. Jonathan Demme is a fucking. It's insane. Oh, absolutely. The way great. that he tells that story is just. That was actually one of my favorites too. It's. Oh really? Yeah. It is. Uh, Tom. Oh fuck! What is the guy's name who wrote it? Um. Uh, Thomas Harris, who read, who wrote all the yeah. Hannibal books, and also Manhunter, which is a fucking great movie. That's one of my uh, the very the top Peterson, 50. yeah, the William Peterson, William one. Peterson, yeah. yeah, it's so fucking good. Um, so that's that's one bad, and that's one good. Do you guys have no, a, a couple bad? Do yeah, do one, some more. All right, here can I go. can I tell you this real quick? Yeah, um, I've never seen Silence of the Lambs in its entirety, front to what beat. part? Do I'm you so end. jealous. Front I'm, to end, I'm so jealous. Yeah. Of you. It's always it's always. The last, uh, it's fifth, always clips. It's, it's, always, it's always in and out. Yeah. You can't watch one. You can't watch a movie on television. Cannot. Do not. What do you mean? You have to watch it like the real movie. You can't watch it on, you can watch it on HBO or yeah, Showtime. Yeah, yeah. You can't watch it on like TBS. No, that's Why, Let me ask you this. It. Why are you jealous that I haven't seen it yet? Because you, you get to yeah. see it for the first time. <laughs> that's true. All right. you get I wish I could, yeah. <laughs> the last 10 minutes of that movie, oh, when you see it in the theater, you're like, oh like my it's God. the most, yeah. I don't even want to tell you what. I mean, yeah. if, if the you've seen probably, yeah. The characters are yeah. so rich and compelling. Yeah. And so it's just, and it, the, the way that Jonathan Demme uses his camera and all that sort of point of view stuff with the characters looking at the camera and talking, which sometimes works and sometimes does it, it works every time in this movie. Yeah, I wish I could be in your shoes, Razzle. Yeah. Um, check yeah, it out in the next so. week or two. Let me Absolutely. know what you think. I will do that. Um, that's, a, that's perfect. A really bad one is The Perfect Storm. 
The Perfect Storm is oh. a fucking amazing book. Yeah. Sebastian Younger, who wrote that book, he describes what it feels like to drown. I mean, you were reading this book, you start to fucking freak out. Yeah. That story is insane. Um, it's such a fun, I read that book in like two days, because like, holy fucking sh- what else is that? This happened too? Oh my God. And then I was so excited to see that movie. I remember watching the trailer with the huge wave and the book. Right. I was like, yeah. Yeah. That movie is such a piece of fucking garbage. John Hawks is terrific in it. He's, he is he's, good in it. He's the he's best spectacular. Sure. Diane Lane needs to walk into the ocean with that Boston accent. Again, that's something that I take very seriously. Yeah, it's a very Boston-centric <laughs> oh, uh, review Jesus of the movie. Jesus Christ yeah. almighty. And George Clooney, God bless him, doesn't even try. <laughs> doesn't try. Which is awesome. I'm yeah. like, great, don't even try. Right. Wahlberg can carry everyone else. Right. Um, no. Uh, uh, John John C. Riley. I, you know who I love? I love William literally Fickner. And I love William Fickner. I don't, Fincher, Fickner, Fickner, whatever. Yeah, he's great in some things and terrible in others. But I like him. I don't care. He's yeah. The character is great. Yeah. But he it, the movie is just a fucking the biggest mess. I've ever yeah. seen that dude either. He like was yoked yeah, yeah, for that yeah. movie. And yeah, then everybody was to like, what happened? You used to weigh like two twenty and be like a huge beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw is- him, I saw him, <laughs> I saw him at a J Crew a month ago, and I was like, oh, that guy's yeah, that J Crew. Cool. <laughs> Uh, I tweeted it. I was like, just saw one picture of Jack Crew. How's your day going? That's so funny. Um, so Perfect Storm is an amazing book. Well worth the read, but a terrible fucking movie. Yeah. Um, let me give me a good one. Um, uh, Friday Night Lights. I love oh, that movie. Wow. That movie, I think, is great. That was a book? No, the movie's good. Oh, Buzz Bissinger. That's one of two I've books. I've read the book. Oh, God. Two books in my life that I've read, I finished, and then I started again. What? Because it was so compelling. It, that, wow. that book, man, if you like football and sports do that. and small yeah. town, oh, God, is that fucking story we insane. we got to do it. That's Friday Night Lights. That's a good Lights. one, and the movie's great? The movie's great. What's better, the show or the movie? Uh, I didn't love the show. Okay. It, it was a little too long and thin. It. it lost me for like three episodes. Yeah, like, no, it's not for it. me. A little too sh- uh, camera shakiness, and I, I, I stopped caring. I mean, people love that fucking show. It became a little too melodramatic for me, too much of a soap opera. soap opera. I was like, but that, But the book is... A All right. fucking home run. Let yeah. me give you a bad one. Yes. Um, the Lovely Bones. Do you remember that movie? No. Mark Wahlberg. Um, that was um, some other person. Uh, their daughter. There are people in this movie, yes, and they shouldn't. They're humans. Their daughter goes missing, and it's yeah. about them. But She's the daughter like underground, right? Yes. The daughter is narrating their search to oh, find her. Yeah, I can't watch a movie like that right yeah, now. Yeah, probably not a movie for you. Yeah, I totally can't do it. Totally I, mean, I didn't watch Prisoners. I can't watch movies like that. Totally get it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> it, would, it would drive me fucking <laughs> mental. Absolutely. Yeah, if you have children, not a movie to watch. Yeah, I can't the book do it. Uh, is really I another book that I read very quickly because it was good, not because I'm. Uh, I'm an adept reader, but because the story was told in a really compelling way. The Lovely Bones is a great book and a fucking sh- really shitty movie. Um, I'll stay. I'll watch out for the movie. Never watch it. Let's let me give one. you one more good. Yes. Uh, fucking Jaws. Hold right. on. Jaws was a book before yes, the movie? Yes. Peter Benchley wrote that yeah. book. What? Yes. How did I not know this? That's one of my top five movies, <clears> like, <throat> overall. And the, oh, book, the book's movie. just as good as the movie? The book the is movie? great. The book is great. It's really, really fun. Yeah, I mean, it's a better movie just because Spielberg stumbled into... Accidentally. Uh, yeah, the camera not... Of anyone, of anyone who number. ever stumbled into a phenomenal career, it's Steven Spielberg. Well, he's made... I, I love Sp- he's Spielberg. He's made great movies. Yes. I'm saying, if he had but not Jaws made... was a series Jaws of mistakes. If the robot fucking shark didn't right. fuck him... Right. He would have he would have shown the shark in the first five minutes of the movie, right. and it would have been a shit movie. Yep, yeah. you're right. You're totally right. 
You're totally right. But he's he turned got lucky. That, he turned that luck he totally into did. a uh, Oh, so good. He's one of the best. He's one of our finest American directors he's of all the best. time. Yeah. For sure. But Jaws is also a great book. It's a yeah. fun paperback to um, read in the summer. You didn't mention like any of the Lord of the Rings books, which I think. You know, I, I almost. I, I thought you were going to have the Hobbits in the back. I almost yeah. wrote the Hobbit. As the bad. Uh, no, as good. I mean, what? the movie the movie's not great, but the yeah. book, of the course, is amazing. the The first le- uh, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, is fucking great. Yeah, it's great. I, I love that, all three. I think Two Towers is actually my favorite movie of the three. Oh wow! But I just love that whole like. It's just, fun. It's a fun movie. I'm not a fantasy yeah. sci fi guy, so it took me a lot to get into it. But that that movie, I remember watching the trailer. I'm living in New York and seeing the trailer going. That first shot, well, like, it's just like a dark screen. They show the ring and it's right. Kate Blanchett's uh, voice. And then they show that that first shot of them walking over that hill and yeah. you see everyone in the fellowship. Yeah. And I was like, I couldn't put my fucking arms down. I was like, true. Woohoo! I was really jazzed. It's true. And it holds up. It's that's so good. Watching that, those are the movies that probably affected me more than any movie I've seen since I was a kid, super young. Wow! Kid. And I was like, it's oh so my good. God. Like it's just, so and the way they fun. shot it, like, yeah, it's amazing. Hobbit's not great, not nearly as good. Any no. of the three are not nearly as good. No, they no, should have no, been no. one movie. Hobbit's Martin great. Freeman, I love, but um, so I just, I just poorly. Those movies are poorly executed. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, they're not great. But no. uh, we got Lord of the Rings, and you know what's funny? I grew up and watched reading a lot of Crichton books. Oh, I love because I was like, oh my yeah, God, there's course. so many to like to go through, like Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park yeah. and Sphere, and yeah, yeah. Andromeda Strain, which is an un- under, I think, an under oh. uh, uh, underappreciated movie mm-hmm. for the time. Okay, um, Sphere, not good. Yeah, not good. Not Jurassic a good, Park, gr- good book, not a great movie. Right, uh, Jurassic Park, great book, pretty fucking terrific, pretty fucking terrific movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Steven Spielberg. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, those are kind of my some of my favorites. To Kill a Mockingbird, of course, is great. Fucking Gregory Peck. Holy cow. Yeah, I mean, I haven't read that book in a million years. <laughs> yeah. He um, won the Oscar that year. He beat out um, Peter O'Toole and Lawrence of Arabia. Wow. Which is pretty fucking hardcore. But, I mean, that that's one of the, like, most famous performances in an American right. movie. You yeah. know? When you think about that book, you, I, I think about him first. Gregory Peck comes it's true, to you mind think about before. that. Yeah, if you think of To Kill a Mockingbird, you think Gregory you Peck. You think Gregory Peck, yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Razzle, what about you, bud? Um, I got to go... I didn't, I've never, I wasn't, I'm not a, like a huge novel reader. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the, I really liked the movie The Martian, even though a lot of people say it's oh, not. Yeah. The, everybody I talk to says the book's better, but I, I, I like that. I like, Almost obviously, everyone says that obviously Jurassic Park, yeah. um, but the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, yeah. Oh, with, fuck, um, right. Of course. Or, or should I say the, uh, the first original, Will, the, the Willy 70s. Wonka and the Chocolate yeah. Factory. Yes. Um, based off of, uh, obviously, as we mentioned, Roald Dahl's yeah. uh, book um, with uh, Gene Wilder. Absolutely. That is such a great movie. Just um, Who was one just, of the finest comedy actors in American just history. Com- yeah. Just comedically as yeah. like uh, a humorist to watch that movie as an adult and really get everything that's going on and all the 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 the, the jokes and the, the sight gags or whatever and just the the acting of Gene's, you know. Yeah, who is, directed is amazing. that? Um, oh, the first Willy Wonka? Yeah, the yeah. Factory? Oh, I don't remember. I have to uh, God, look it up. I'll look it up really fast. It was perfect. That's you know what book I just um, read while he's looking for it? Yeah. I just read The Revenant, right? Oh, uh-huh. Uh, don't. Not Mel not Stewart. You. Don't Mel read Stewart, it. Directed by Mel Stewart. I guarantee the book. I guarantee the movie doesn't uh, follow the same storyline yeah. or end the same. Was way. it boring? It wasn't boring, but there's definitely a lack of satisfaction. Yeah. 
at the end of the book. The the movie just turns. I'm just. I'm not interested. It just seems like porn, like outdoor fucking like torture porn, like him getting fucked by, a, by bear. a bear. Yeah, and him falling off a cliff and a bunch of snow, and him just like, ah, I've been putting through so much. It's <laughs> so hard to be me. Here's the thing. Like, I don't want to watch that. Too. Well, was just. I mean, there was. A, it, it is, and they say based on true events. So the right. writer who wrote this book is there was a Hugh Glass, and he did get attacked by a bear. And yeah, but he got it. He got attacked by a bear in West Hollywood. <laughs> That's a movie I would watch. <laughs> yeah. Well, just walk down the street, and I think you That's could watch that Probably. movie. But here's the thing about that movie is they filmed that movie with all natural lighting. Like, they, they only filmed that movie with the daylight that they had. Wow. Well, The I, Revenant, they only filmed that movie. I mean, with- I, I'll see it because I, I want to see the difference, but I the book was only, like, maybe three, 280 pages. I'll tell you what's another great mm-hmm. movie, um, and Tim Burton had his hand in it, I believe. James and the Giant Peach. That CG movie of James and the Giant Peach. I didn't a, see it. That was a great movie. It came out a long time. I think maybe it came out like came out like ninety six or something like that. Twenty years ago, literally. Oh, long time wow. ago. Okay, it was long. Yeah. it was great. It doesn't seem. It seems so weird to say twenty years ago. I mean, nineteen ninety five. My twenty year reunion was this year, which I missed, but I was like, holy fucking yeah, shit! Yeah. Time is passing. I'm be at people. sixteen, and it's like, yeah. 16. I didn't go to my. Yeah, I didn't go casual. to my. I didn't go to my ten year, and it was just like, yeah. yeah. I haven't been to one. Neither have I. I see everybody on Facebook, and even when I'm even when I'm like back home in Michigan for like the holidays, I have no desire going out because it's like, ah, I see you guys on the internet, and I see what you're doing, and I it'll literally it's like single serving discussions. If you ever if I would ever go there, it'd be like four minute discussions, and then my brain would just be like. Bling, yeah, nothing. Done. I see. I would. I would. I, I don't really do a lot of. The only Facebook we kind of do is for our uh, business stuff and like for fan pages for Nerd Machine and for Zach and things like that. So I don't. I never like go to Facebook and go. I'm doing this. My wife does it because we have a daughter and we have people who obviously yeah. Nick can connect through. But I think if I went back home and actually got to t- spend time with some of the people I went to high school with, I would love to talk to them and just see what's going on with their lives. But I don't do that very often. So yeah, it's tough to get back there. It's I hear really, you. It's a trek. To my hometown. It's yeah. two hours from. It's two hours airport? from the also, airport. Yeah, oh, I've also the older I've been getting from tiny airports too, not from like oh, like you're two hours from Atlanta. <clears throat> right. No, I'm two hours from a plane that had to go to Atlanta and then to oh, there damn. and then go. Oh, you're deep. Also, oh, the, yeah. the Hillbilly. older Hillbilly. The damn. older I've been getting, I've been trying to focus more on like future stuff than discussing reminiscing. Like, you know, uh-huh. oh, I remember that time in high school when we did this, and it's right. like, yeah, you know. I'd rather forget the past, Razzle. Nostalgia is a very, if you, then you're doomed to repeat it. Nostalgia is a very powerful uh, emotion that hooks me in all the time. It's hey. true. Most things you think were great, you romanticize until they're not, yeah. and they really weren't great. Yeah. You think they were much better than they were. Everything totally. you think in your past that was you thought was cool, you've made a hundred times cooler in Yeah, it's all colored. Yeah, totally. Yeah, for sure. This uh, is a tough one, too, because I'm not exactly, I know Nate mentioned I'm not exactly sure what these are. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll, uh, Dave, go ahead. I'll use. Yeah, we're gonna do favorite grim fairy tales, which is a very interesting to me kind of topic because so many of these stories influence so many of the things that you think aren't Grimm's fairy tales that you think are original works by other people um, that are actually all based on these crazy amount of volumes of Grimm's fairy tales. Uh, stuff like Cinderella uh, and Rapunzel, all the stuff that you think is all Disney is actually from Grimm's fairy tales. Did you guys know that? Yeah. Yes, you probably knew that because you read books. Well, but I, I, I am I am pretty. You know what I love is uh, just like because uh, I'm a theater guy. I read like Into the Woods, and Into the Woods like reminded me of like all of these right. grim fairy oh, tales. Right. Okay, here's Little a Red question. While we're talking about this and, yeah. and books to movies, what do you think of Into the Woods movie? Uh, I didn't. I saw like ten minutes of it on TV, and I thought it was uh, uh, boring. Yeah, that's a hard. That's a hard one to turn into a, any yeah. play. It's real tough to turn into a um, 
and turn into a movie. I guess Lame is if you're into that kind of thing. But that movie's like not even close. If you see the, if you've yeah. seen the musical, you can't. Like it's just not this. No, it's not the same. It's not this. It's just because it's not it's, meant to be. It's just not meant to be told that way. And exactly. The what you're, it, it well, the way you're for, seeing it. Exactly. Right. The music exactly. was written for you to be sitting in a theater, right. Watching a person sing it, right. With everything happening around it. That's the thing. It's funny because I watched part of The Wiz. And I would say this about Peter Pan, and I would say this about um, Sound of Music. Yeah. Those don't work. Yeah. Ever to me. Because when I watched The Wiz, I was like, one, I thought the camera work was atrocious. But not only that, when you sit in a theater, and I have my, and I'm a theater guy too. I I got my master's degree in set design. I did a bunch Mm. of theater, designed a bunch of shows, did a ton of musicals, loved it. Yeah. When you sit in a theater, you don't get, there's no luxury of, punching in for close-ups. Right. Right? You're supposed to take everything in together. Right. And then you, yeah, you're focusing on the actor, but your eyes only see in one way, right? You can only see in your field of vision Mm -hmm. and you're taking in everything that's around it that has been colored by light and scenery and like you're feeling this whole thing. But when you do it on a television and they go to close-ups of two people singing, I, where are they? I don't. I don't understand the relationship to them and the rest of the set, to yeah. them and the other people. Yeah, like it just doesn't work the same way, and it's really frustrating to me because I'm like, that's not the way you're supposed to be. Now, Wiz, the movie is great because it's shot as a movie. It's shot as a movie, right? But trying to trying to convey the emotion and the feeling of a play in the way they do it in television. Because they think, well, I've got to cut it like a TV show. So I've got to go to this two shot and then to this single and then to this wide shot. And like, that's not how, I'd rather you just do it like the Met does it sometimes. And they just, like, here's the camera. Just one wide. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, here you go. Watch it. I right. mean, they do cut into like some solos when there's like one person on stage. I get that. But when there's like a whole musical number, don't just, yeah. Cut. Spotlight. I feel like people show up because it's a live event. That's why people watch because it's live because they want, that's they, the only, well, that's the only reason, but that's the wrong. only reason they do it. On yeah. television. Yeah. Because they want to get people to watch TV that specific night. It's so amazing, like, because, like, so many great American plays, like, from the 40s and 50s were done on television, part of this, like, Texaco, you know, theater yeah. hour. Right. And it'd be for, like, three hours, but you'd watch, like, yeah. theater actors do fucking... Yeah, you uh, watch A Streetcar Named Desire. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. But they... but it, And it was shot in the way that you're describing, where they would do cutaways, but they were... But the performances that they were doing were theatrical performances. Right, not television. They weren't minding the camera. They were just doing a play. And for some reason, it was people, like, I guess because they hadn't... I think a lot of people hadn't seen Broadway theater, and they just couldn't believe what they were seeing because it was a different experience with someone who was right. who's in Kalamazoo. Um, <laughs> but I feel like I, I wonder what it would be like if they went back to that. If they did just like dramas, like American dramas on television. I, I feel like they did something with Frankenstein, like Benedict Cumberbatch or someone did that in London. No. They put it in movie theaters, okay. or no, it was um, James McAvoy, one of those guys. Uh, oh, and I guess the, it was for the I Frankenstein movie. No, not I Frankenstein. Sorry, James no, McAvoy was in. A, he, James McAvoy was in a new Frankenstein Is it movie. Out? Yeah, it just came out. Oh, okay, but, but there may it, have been like a live play. I think it was Benedict to. Cumberbatch played the monster. Okay. Um, in London on the stage, and they taped it and they put it okay. in the movie theaters, and people said it was awesome. Um, but yeah, you just have to. I think you have to be really creative I with think your the direction. Other thing is, there's no uh, there's no audience on the TV versions of the movie. Yeah, right. Plays right, now. and that. It, again, is the antithesis of what those were intended to be. Right. Yeah. There, there has to be an energy between the performer and the viewer. Right. Right. Or there is no. Yeah. Like you, every actor that's ever been on a stage goes, "Yeah, we had a shitty audience." Right. 
or we had a great audience. And that feeds that emotion. It just felt sterile and stiff. Every one of them feel like, yeah. oh my God, did you really just say that line? Like, you're just like, you don't, it's, a, it's like wooden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that... Um, they don't transfer. They, I'm they not don't moved. transfer. I'm not moved by them, right. for sure. I yeah. don't believe them. I'm like, I don't believe you. Yeah. And yet I saw, like, the Dustin Hoffman, like, PBS version of Death of a Salesman, which a lot of people in high school, right. like, watch after yeah. you read the play. Yeah. I mean, he's fucking amazing. Right. Yeah. And it's so good because he's, he's, he's in a play. He's not doing it for well, the camera. Well, but perf- it's, it's written as character pieces where, like, stuff like The Wit, and like, Sound of Music is too, but The Sound of Music is meant, like, everybody... The hard thing for me is, is like I can't watch Carrie Underwood, who I think is fantastic as a performer and a singer and uh-huh. a songwriter and country music. I love her, but I don't believe her as, uh, yeah, the, uh, as her and sound of music. Yeah, I, did, I, I just can't. don't. Not Maria, but you know what yes. I'm saying. I, I don't believe her. Yeah, like I don't believe you. Yeah, and I, that wasn't intended for me to watch it in this way. Yeah, totally. Because you can't compa- you can't not compare it to Sound of Music, the movie, which mm-hmm. you can't make again. Like you no. can't make that and make it and give you the feeling of that movie. No, right. No. So, I don't know. What were we talking about? Grimm's fairy tales. Grimm's I don't even tales. know what we're talking. Yeah, about. Grimm's fairy tales. Um, oh, but like Cinderella they, and things like that. Yeah. yeah, Little Red Riding Hood, Rapunzel, The Golden Goose, Rumpelstiltskin, Rapunzel, Snow which is White. one of the best Tangled, which is one of the best Disney movies made in the, probably the last fifteen years. Yeah, for sure. I don't just say that because Zach was in it, but I think right. <laughs> I really do. My daughter loves it. That's a great. Movie. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I was never like a fairy tale guy. Like as a kid, I never read fairy yeah. tales. I, like I, I would see it and I'd be like, oh, that's old. That's old and weird. I can't connect to that. That's like, yeah. that's what old people would read. No, I, read I want Curious new. George. Yeah, exactly. So I don't really have a point of view on the grim fairy tales. I mean, it's amazing that they generated as much as they did. Yeah, and that they've like, lasted for so long. Yeah, absolutely. Other than it's public domain. <laughs> yeah, and you just, well, yeah, you can just keep on rip regurgitating it. Tom Thumb, Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, I mean, it's like the list goes on and on. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. Which every, yeah, every one of the ones you've been mentioned have been made into like three ones. or four yeah. movies yeah, yeah, at yeah. least. And the Matt Damon and um, the Brothers Grimm. Matt yes, Damon I and did that, see that, which is actually uh, an interesting take on Heath how Ledger. That, Heath yeah. Ledger or um, even Hansel and Gretel was the uh, Jeremy oh God, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, that one's bad. Yeah, not so good. Like Witch that Hunters or whatever. Yeah. yeah, not for me. No. Not my taste. No. But someone's taste, so good for them. Yeah. That's um uh, then but then you get into even like uh there's like one here I'm, I'm reading about called uh the the uh well there's the fisherman and his wife where the wife keeps wanting more more wishes or whatever. And then there's one where it's literally this is the name of it. Um where is it here? Uh did I pass it? It was like the girl with no hands. <laughs> or the handless maiden. Yeah. If you will. Wow. That's yeah. one so I, there's that's some, a deep cut. There's a lot of grim yeah. tales where it's <laughs> like I don't know that just one. Death like there's no way you could turn it into anything Yeah. Like, Happy for children. That's a B side. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, here's our here's our yeah. Maxwell Silver. It's more like, yeah, that's like yeah, exactly. <laughs> Deep, Dave. What about you? What's your favorite? Tango I mean, I probably? think probably. I mean, again, you know, uh, Nate just talked about the ones that we all know probably the most and read. You know, but I yeah. think probably, yeah, probably. I mean, how do you not like Cinderella? It's such a, it's such a yeah. under, underdog story. Yeah, you know what I mean. Of all those like fairy tales. I mean, I guess there's there's you know tons of others, but. Maybe it, maybe Snow having White, a daughter Cinderella. too. Maybe having a daughter too affects oh, your, sure. how you start having perspectives on yeah, things like that. You're looking at these stories with a completely different point of totally, view. Totally, absolutely. And watching her like be obsessed with things like that, like just <laughs> obsessed. That's awesome. Yeah. With like Jasmine and right Cinderella and Rapunzel, like in Jaws, The <laughs> Shining. Yeah, <laughs> Clockwork Orange. She loves. Friday Night Lights. Here's a question. So you guys are both readers. Have you read The Shining? Nope. Nope. Okay. No. So I never well, I'm not I, wrote, I, was, I was curious what, I what your opinion was on 
um, the the differences or whatever. But you haven't read that yet. I, I haven't read it, but I love people talk shit about Stephen King, but I fucking love Stephen King. He's so good. Stephen yeah, King he, is, he he might be the most uh, dude wrote the Running book. Man. Yeah, he may be the most wrote, uh, prolific mo- book to movie author. Yeah, of all time. probably. Yeah, probably. I you, mean, I, don't, probably I bet 15, there's fifteen movies at least. least. Yeah. Yeah. Running Man. He wrote the Running Man. You I know what's on? Pseudonym I love that movie. What I love watching every year around Halloween is uh, is it when it was on oh, CBS or ABC totally. when I did the miniseries. He wrote Cujo too, right? Yeah, oh. Christine. Dude, he wrote which Christine. Is a but uh, uh, the Dead Zone, I mean... Uh, Dead Zone's a great... The original yeah. movie with yeah. Christopher Walken is fantastic. It's so good. What's the vampire one? A Salem's Lot. Ugh. I mean, so that, fucking That TV stand. movie was freaking scary when you yeah. were a kid. I love that one. You know what I did for... A, every month, my podcast has a book club. So I give my reader, uh, my listeners a month to read a book, and then they write in their thoughts. And then I have three or four friends read the book. We come in and we talk about right. it. And we did the Stephen King... Um, Novel eleven twenty two sixty three, which oh. is about a guy going back in time. To, that they're turning that into a, yes, a new thing which, on Hulu, right? Yes, which I'm worried about. Uh, I heard James about Franco. This. Yeah, I, the, All the, right. the, the, it's eight hundred pages long, but oh. it's Stephen King. You can just fly yeah, through. My it. buddy Dan Van Kirk was talking about that. Oh, it's fucking great! It's such an awesome eight hundred pages. Prim- it's real long. It's real, real long. But it's uh, but it moves so fast that you, you, your brain doesn't do any work. He feeds you. There's no metaphor. There's nothing underneath the, the surface. It is just a fucking story. So, uh, so it's but it's real, real fucking. And they're long. turning it into a show that I could watch. It's like a ten part miniseries. Of six. It starts on President's Day. Yeah. Uh, it's a it. great story. I'm excited. You just watch it. But the book is <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but we, we, we were so excited. I, I gave it to three of my friends and they were like, 800 pages, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Are you kidding? And, the, and like the month before, it was like 200 pages. So poor, thank you, Nelson Franklin and yeah. John Forrest. Yeah, and so um, who bailed on that one? Uh, Maria Thayer bailed on it. Uh, so th- thanks for Fired. nothing, Maria Thayer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a good one. Does Maria have a shoe on the wall? <laughs> Probably. Everybody else she's, does. She's part of the, the comedy bang bang universe. I'm sure she has a shoe somewhere. Everybody's got a shoe. I'm sure. Us I'm you. sure. Nate. Thanks for doing the show. <laughs> Nate. My uh-huh. pleasure. Where this can fun, everybody man. tell uh, tell everybody where they can find you and listen and watch uh, and et cetera? Yeah, you can find the show on the Wolf Pop Network. It's called Reading Aloud. Uh, we drop three Fridays out of the month. The last episode was a great interview with Gloria Steinem. She wrote a memoir, My Life on the Road, and I wow. interviewed her, which was amazing. Uh, so you can check out that. There's 45 episodes of that. Um, and you can find me on uh, Twitter. I'm Nate Cordry, or uh, Instagram's Nate Cordry. Um, my name's Nate Cordry. Thank you very much, Nate. That My was pleasure. awesome. Will you come back? This was oh, fun. Oh, fuck, yeah. Give me you. more topics. And I'll, we'll be happy to maybe be on your show if the book isn't 800. Oh, yeah. I, I would love to have you guys on the show. If you can, if you can handle it. we're just going to make jokes the whole time, though. If you can oh, that's me. what we do. We okay, just do good. bits. I we can handle everything as long as it's not 800 pages. <laughs> yeah, I can handle a 640-page book. The book right now is 400, but, oh. it's, but, it's, but it's good. It's good. It's really good. That's a long... No, I don't mind. Uh, yeah, 400 is good. Yeah, you, you can you fight can, through that. And you have a month. You have plenty of time. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a lot of time. Yeah. That's a fucking eternity. It's not a race. Like yeah. two days before, you're like... <laughs> that's what everyone does. Yeah. But I then it's fresh it. in your brain. Yeah, yeah. You want it to be fresh. I just finished... I read two books over because we were in the break. I was on a lot of airplanes. Yeah. So I read... Yeah, yeah. It's a good time to books. catch up on Rev- That's when I read The Revenant. Yeah. And I read the book called Minute Zero. It was in the airport. And it was like a, a political espionage thriller, yeah. like, you know... Uh, John Grisham world, style, like, like African, uh, like Zimbabwe elections and like yeah. State Department stuff. It was cool. cool. It was a cool. I mean, it's not like you know, yeah, it's not Mission Impossible or anything like that. But it was interesting the way yeah. kind of like 
the guy who wrote it used to work at the State Department, so you go, oh, he's got some insight in how these things work yeah. and like kind of how the money gets pushed around. And these- the firm is still like one of the, it's a one great of the best book, man. I've read. It's fucking awesome. That's great. It's so fucking fun. Will Gene Hackman's Brimley great in that was movie. wonderful in that he movie. He is, and Gene Hackman's yeah. great in that movie. Don't you? Fucking Gene Don't you, Mitch? Yeah. Name uh, me one movie Gene Hackman isn't good in. That's a good point. Uh, Wait. He's my favorite actor. Really? Yeah. Like, of all time? He's great. Yeah. No, he is like, good. If I was right. a billionaire. Uh, no, uh, if I was uh, a billionaire. French would... Connection 2, which is a shitty movie. <laughs> Wait, did they really make... <laughs> yeah. yeah no, 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 that's a bad movie. They okay. capture him and they, they get him addicted to heroin. And he's like trapped in... And the whole movie is him trapped in a, in a cell basically like... Uh, yeah. Fucking freaking out on heroin. That doesn't sound like, entertaining on withdrawal. It's so good. Yeah. It's, so good. it's like, man, I... Like the... Him and Robert Redford still does stuff, so I'm glad about him. But like, there's some of those older actors that are like 75, 85, and it's like, man, you guys were great. And then they just kind of stop. Like, even Nicholson hasn't done something in like seven years. Right? Yeah, what's Nicholson retired. departed? Probably, Come on, man. Yeah, do another. Yeah, thing, he and man. Hackman are, are out. Basically, yeah, stopped. He's done. Yeah, they've done it. They've done their. Because he's like, I'm fat. Yeah. You don't need to I, do it. Anymore. I look old as shit. Take a break. Yeah, take a break. Hanging up. Anyway, it's okay to hang it up. Guys, thanks so much. Nate, thanks so much. Guys, thanks for listening. Razzle, good seeing you again, buddy. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, And we will see you next week. This has been a Wolf Pop production. Executive produced by Paul Shear, Adam Sachs, Chris Bannon, and Matt Gorley. For more information and content, visit wolfpop.com.